Hello everyone and welcome to the British Wrestling Experience here on Post Wrestling. I'm Jamesy and you may have heard us mention on our previous episode a slightly new format to our schedule in 2020. At the end of each month we will still be doing our usual roundup of all the goings on in European wrestling. It frees us up to be a little bit more creative with our mid-month shows, whether that be an interview, a retrospective review or a roundtable discussion. This month I was joined on the show by Josh Bevan, the owner of Riptide Wrestling in Brighton. Josh was a fantastic guest. We had a fascinating, wide-ranging discussion talking about the difficulties of being a promoter in 2020, the effects of NXT UK on his booking, and his concerns over concussion protocols in independent wrestling. On behalf of myself, Martin and Benno, I would like to thank him sincerely for giving us his time and effort. All that's left for me to do at this point is ask you to follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts, and leave us a positive review. It would really, really be appreciated. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my interview with Josh Bevan of Riptide Wrestling. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the British Wrestling Experience here on postwrestling.com. Once again, I'm flying solo this week with a special episode. Joining me this week is something I've wanted to have on the show for quite some time. No other than Josh Kevin, the owner and producer of Riptide Wrestling. Josh, welcome to the show. How are you keeping, sir? Sure, I'm very well. Uh, I don't think I'm getting as battered as the weather uh, uh, by the weather of some uh, right now, uh, which I'm grateful for. And yeah, just generally, yeah, doing doing good. Excited, uh, excited to be have the Riptide War Machine up and running again uh, for the upcoming show on the 14th of March. Absolutely. It, 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 it feels to me like you're kind of in the, to, to use footballing parlance, you're kind of in your pre-season mode at the moment. You're kind of, you know, you're, the, the, the season came to a big finale there in October and you've had a little bit of time off to recharge the batteries and put the feet up. And now you're kind of back in, I, I see you're, you're a lot more active on Twitter in the last few weeks, putting up some shows on YouTube and that kind of thing. You're putting some merchandise out. It feels like you're kind of gearing up for, for the big start of the season in March. That's exactly it, Jamesy. That's exactly that's yeah, nail on the head. Uh, we're looking to get back up to back up to match fitness and yeah, make sure everything's <laughs> in place and um, and uh, yeah, get 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 everything ready for for two shows on the on the fourteenth of March. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, the first thing that I wanted to ask you, I suppose, if we do, and I do doubt there are many, but if we do have listeners who maybe who've been living under a rock for the last three years and they might be maybe fully familiar with the UK indie scene. Who are Riptide Wrestling and why are they so great? This is your chance to kind of describe the promotion to somebody who mightn't be familiar with you. Right, sure. So so we are uh, a uh, independent wrestling uh, company in uh, running up Brighton, uh, UK on um, England's south coast. Um, and one of the one of the things that we try and put very high emphasis on uh, is how we can best present uh wrestling um in a way that that sort of uh preserves as much of the of the of the energy and skill and, and maybe enhances the, uh, the the energy and the skill and the and the, and the and the talent and the expertise of of the wrestlers really um and the way that that sort of mainly manifests itself is with uh what you perhaps call a cinematic visual um, on that stuff. So one of our taglines is, is cinematic independent wrestling. Uh, use the sort of more um, open source media landscape of, of 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 the world that we live in at the moment uh, to really try and r- raise 
and push the boundaries really of how easy we can make wrestling to watch essentially in a, in a world where you know hollywood uh, is so slick and pop music is so slick um and just generally corporate music and corporate film and uh, is 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 so slick uh and has been slick for a very long time um but that that's that's dribbled down into into independent music uh, and independent film um a lot more r- recently so you have smaller and smaller production houses or or even just artists themselves mm-hmm. being able to make really high grade content for for sums of money that although not insignificant aren't you know aren't anywhere near the kinds of budgets that you you know you used to have to 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 have to you know you'd need a corporate budget for a corporate product that's not necessarily the case now in music uh or 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 i'd say probably less so cinema but certainly not music and and certainly not not sort of music video if not uh, if not necessarily full-scale films, cinematic content is 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 easier and cheaper to make well than it ever has been, um, and that's something that I think other entertainment mediums have cottoned onto, and it's and it's not not mm. really something that wrestling has cottoned onto. And it's starting to be it's starting to more and more, which is which is fantastic because you know per, per, personally I, I'm. I I, I want to see uh, wrestling compete as one with the other entertainment mediums, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so if, yeah. Yeah. Um, as opposed to sort of with each other. But um, yeah, I guess that's it, really. Um, that's a lot to say. Cinematic independent wrestling, I suppose. But um, yeah, we're we're kind of a we're we're storyline focused. We love we love a we love a work rate match. But you wouldn't call us a work rate promotion, you know, like, yeah, that's fair, you yeah. know, that, that, that's not that's not, you know, that, you know, I'd like to think we've had some great, great matches, you know, in that vein. Um, but that's not necessarily what we're what, what our main focus of output. We like we, we like we like a community aspect. You know, we like we like to um, we're proud of, of where we're from in Brighton. Um, we like to express you know, I always said that 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 it's something that I wanted to share Brighton with the wrestling community. I wanted to share wrestling with the Brighton community, if you know yeah. what I mean. It's a lovely place to come and watch your wrestling if you're a traveling wrestling fan. And uh, wrestling's a lovely thing to do if you're a Brighton resident. Um, and sort of both of those things, I think the, the needs of both of those uh, groups of people require a, a a reflection of Brighton in the product. and. I guess you'd say that's another thing that that is uh, is something that you could sort of attribute to us if you were describing us. You know, you could, you know, we're we're, we're one of them one of them woke promotions uh, <laughs> um, with our with our yeah on our on our on our bloody soapboxes. So that's it, really. Yeah, I, I was going to ask about the aesthetic because I mean, I, I think for most people, if you mention Riptide Wrestling, the first thing that would come to mind is how the shows look. And they are beautiful. And I have never seen wrestling uh, on VOD that looks so beautiful and looks so atmospheric and looks so unique. Like there, there, you know, that there are very most independent wrestling shows now are shot. Well, not all of them, and there's some that that could book could could do with improving their 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 aesthetic and that kind of thing. But most 
wrestling is pretty well shot these days. You know what I mean? So to yeah. kind of stand out from the crowd, it has to be pretty special. And I suppose the thing I was wondering about, like I, I am in no way technically minded. I have no film experience. I have no filmmaking experience, editing experience whatsoever. Even getting this podcast recorded is a big challenge for me, believe you me. <laughs> so um, okay. in terms of to get the show, to get the show from what happens in the ring onto VOD, like what is it that makes them look so good? Is it literally down to the equipment you're using? Is it the people behind the camera? Is it in the editing process? What is it exactly that makes the shows look so good? Um, it's sort of all of the above. I mean, I think the, the, the main, the main, 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 main thing, everyone that works on the product, uh, apart from uh, myself and Tom West, who also has a, a production role in the company, is, is, is getting paid a good wage. Right? Okay. <laughs> right? So... Now, not their not their very best wage, which is 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 one of the things that can affect our turnaround times, right? Because if they've got if if these freelancers um, on the edit side of things are proper proper work, then you know I, they can't they're not available for me to get in there with them. Yeah, so, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know that 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 is what it is. However, we're not paying them nothing, you know, and. Th- Something that I learned really as as a freelancer doing work for my friends that is that is that sometimes I didn't I should have asked them for more and, and it would have been better for them. So I've right. I've asked them you know I've given them a low price low price thinking I'm I'm being nice good you know good a good mate here and then I'm halfway through the the project I'm doing a crap job because I'm doing it for peanuts and I, and and I'm. You know, and I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm at my wits' end. And I thought, you get man, what you pay for almost, you know. Yeah, and it's like I could have, with the best will in the world, like you know, I could, I just could have asked this guy for more money. He'd have given it to me. He'd have, he'd have got a better job, and everyone's a bit happier. Um, and you get, yeah, you get what you pay for. I mean, I'm in a fortunate position where, where from my my connections in from my sort of work in music, I I I just know, you know, I just know these videographers, you know, um, yeah. while, you know, Wild, Wild Stag Studio that played in very, in one band or another with like most of the people that are that are that are in this you know is you know that are, there's a lot of apparently there's a lot of gigging musicians that that turn into jobbing videographers it seems but, you, go. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know they're in brighton so there's costs that are low there um that are lower there um so so you know i don't want to Yeah, they just know what they're doing. They just they they they're out there getting paid jobs to do stuff. You know, right. there, there's yeah. a there's a there's almost there's a, a a bit of a philosophy that I've a, a little saying that I've got that's like if you don't do when it comes to the skills that are there to support the wrestlers, yeah. if, if like you should be as good if not better at what you do, and you should be as passionate about what you do, what you're doing as if possible. You know, if it's not for like toilets, but anyway. Um, as the wrestlers are about what they're doing, you know, because otherwise, like, what we, I feel like the the thing that's meant to be the most precious, i.e., this wrestling talent, this wrestling ability, and these these fantastic environments, and and all of this, that's getting wasted for the sake of something that you're putting no value on by sort of yeah, again, any anybody to do it, you know. I mean, the the problem is is that is is you know, uh, 
you know, part of the reason is just that I'm I'm fucking dumb enough to to spend the money on it. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it, it's I can get it a bit cheaper. Like, I can go on about I can go on about like you know my perspectives from other industries or whatever. But like, <laughs> but but like to be honest with you, like I'm just the one that's dumb enough to fucking pay for it. Whilst it's that's why it's not in other companies. You know, they're not idiots. They're not. They're not. Then they're just. Um, which probably which probably is more the anyway um yeah if you don't do weddings i'm not interested so what i mean by that is is um like most like a lot of creative uh elements like the where the where your where your bread and butter is in something like weddings right whereby that's where the budgets are right that's what that's when that's when a lot of that's when a lot of musicians get most of their work, right? When you're doing weddings, that's when a lot of videographers and photographers and 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 caterers and you know a lot of people. You know, it's a big it's a big business. You know, hospitality is a big sector of the hospitality business, and in in doing that, doing those those pro jobs, that's that's almost that is for something a bit lifeless, um, but is required to be churned out at a professional standard. Mm. Well, well, that's someone that's been that's 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 been paid to do their homework for however many years they've been they've been doing that. You know, which is <laughs> which is what you want. You know, you want someone that's got that's got professional reps under their belt, um, doing any doing any given job, um, and then it just for many many reasons. Um, that you you the the, the product that, that that creates is desirable f- for us so you know we we think it's worth worth the money um and worth the the kind of extra extra work and um, and whatnot an extra focus um because uh oh yeah a multitude of reasons which i'm sure you'll ask me about at some point <laughs> absolutely and i i suppose was it a thing also that from like in my own very basic knowledge of these things, I would feel like if, if you're starting a new promotion and you want, and like in it, like it was 2017, you guys started, like it was a very busy marketplace. There were a lot of, there are a lot of Britress promotions around, you know, and yeah. the necessity to be different and the necessity for your promotion to be, oh, they're the guys with the really good looking videos, you know, straight away you stand out from the crowd, you know, like because there, there's a small enough pool of talent in the UK a lot of people are using the same people and to have that kind of thing, to have that hook and have that thing that straight away people go, oh yeah, they're the guys with the really good looking shows. That had to be a factor in it as well, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly one of the things, yeah, that's, that. It, it's funny, like, for, for me, I'm never, I'd like to think that I'm never, we're never trying to do something to be different for the sake of it being different, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, okay. I think we're, yeah. All, we're, we're, we're only ever trying to do something for it to be good. But I think we're also we also like to examine. I think that I think for me, I it's about arresting the derivation of the art form a little bit and tr- and trying to st- like stop kind of copying copies, um, really as a um, like okay, so like uh, ska punk, okay is a genre that is pretty much it's just it's a dead end okay right you can't okay. really because you've taken you know remaking scarpunk you've taken 
few different waves of punk and a couple of different waves of ska uh, uh, and you know some 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 new reggae and some old reggae and and, and there's not really there's not really anywhere else to 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 go to develop that you you're only going to make more of the same unless you're deconstructing it or or going back to the influences of 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 that genre and reinterpreting them yourself um there's not a lot of yeah just not a lot of room for maneuver creatively once once it's all kind of set set there in stone i think i feel like wrestling presentation certainly has issues with that right um whereby um people do things just because you do them and it's like well maybe that's not maybe that that that's a stylistic feature that, that was actually a a a solution to a problem that doesn't exist anymore so why are we still why are we still doing that you know uh, um um but i mean at the same time you know we do try and be mindful that if we're messing with things that we might find something that's structural you know and yeah, so we do, yeah. we do we do try and take as much kind of uh um you know we do try and take take heed of what people that have been uh in the business for longer than us um tell us about things for sure um but yeah, I mean, it, it, that that's absolutely one of the things that that that, that, that is fantastic about it. it. It's standing out, like mm, of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think the thing is, is is ultimately like I don't want it necessarily to stand out. I, again, what I'm saying is, I would prefer that most wrestling look like that. Okay. Because, yeah. Be, because uh, you know, it's not it's not us that get under. We're not the company that every. We're not the first independent wrestling company that. Uh, I mean, you might as well say a hundred percent of the population in you know sees. You know, we're such a tiny, a tiny, a tiny um, representation of a, 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 a tiny factor in in people discovering independent wrestling, um, and uh, you know, I I feel like. Um, people just don't get an opportunity to to like it because they're immediately turned off by yes the yeah. the, the, pres- the presentation of, of of independent wrestling you know like and and this is this is and even with us so you know i'm there was a you know i i was an adult wrestling fan that until very very recently before you know until probably st- Six months before our first show, I still will have had a preconception about independent wrestling being a bit sad and a bit crap. Okay, right. Right. That's very really interesting, yeah. Right. Through no, through no, you know, maybe not six months before our first show, but certainly six months between starting to get the wheels in motion. Hmm. Um, and it's an astonishing amount of wrestling fans have that perception of independent wrestling. People that are constantly bitching about the product that they see. Now, of course, these people are excited about AEW. You know, I met, I met someone that, that was that was uh, it was at an editor's house, right? And this is someone that's in an extended network that just definitely will have heard people talking about Riptide a lot. Um, knows lots of people that worked the shows as, as camera guys, lives with one of the, the edit guys. He watches AEW uh, on YouTube. He watches, he's saying that he's, he's gotten on to Beyond now through through Orange Cassidy. Okay. 
right? How much more do you want someone to be like? You'd think that's that, that's that's prime 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 person to to know what we're all about, or or to have been to a show or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Not at all. He goes. He goes, and I'm. You know, he comes in and go. Wow, that looks pretty pretty good guys and then i'm like yeah you know here's some stuff of you know and i mentioned some of the the, the currently AEW and nxt talent that that, that that we had in 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 sort of through 17 and 18 and he's going wow oh my god you know all of this and you think how how has it been how have how have we not gotten through to you you know, yeah. you're 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 yeah. in Brighton. You know, you're the people type of that, person you you want to do this. Know, yeah. Like it's it, it couldn't have been more the person that, that that you know. I feel our 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 product is is very well suited for and is and is targeted at. Um, obviously, that's you know that's whatever. That's my problem. That's my failing as a promoter. But I guess what I'm saying is that is that the the, the image problem is ju- is just it's outrageous and like you can what the kind of standard of media that people are used to that are used to engaging with in every other element of 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 everything is so high that it's i just feel like it's too it's we're asking too much of the of the wrestling fans that that we have and we're just making it almost impossible for someone to to get into to wrestling via independent wrestling via what they're seeing on a screen um and as we know it's really hard to get people first timers through a door with the best way really to make a fan for life in my opinion is to just beam them into a, a hot independent show and then Absolutely. you know what once you have that experience you, you 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 get it or at least you you've been you stand the best chance of getting it but there's nothing because there's nothing you can say is that just, just nothing you can say um that will that will tell someone what how good a time they'll have in 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 sort of close quarters close quarters wrestling um but you know that is what <laughs> that is what it is no i mean yeah we're just doing it to be good we're just doing it so it's yeah. to try and make it as good as it as as it as it as it can be and to try and make the best use of what the what the talent are doing out there um which i think has a I think has a has 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 a very strong effect on what the talent do out there. Um, in terms of if you know, but you know by now you know that it that our shows look the way they do, and if you're working on something that you feel is going to count, then again you're being allowed to do your best work. Um, yeah, you're being allowed to to, to 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 do your best work. If you know that it matters, if you know it's going to count, it's it's always easier to work hard. Um, uh, simple as that, really. So so that that's another thing that one of the things that I really appreciate about what that kind of uh, what it brings us really doing it that way. Yeah, and like I definitely think that that first impression is for a new fan is crucial because like I I have tried 
so well I've, I've actually stopped trying now but back in the day when I was a student and I'd have my wrestling tapes as they were back then um, yeah. and I, I would have had friends who were WWE fans and you know would have been pretty avid WWE fans who would would watch Raw would, would would tape the pay-per-views and watch them the next day and like I'd be trying to tell them about this thing called Ring of Honor that I was watching you know or or, or you know heaven forbid IWA Mid-South or something like that but then sure, I'd, sure. I, I try and show them those shows and they just you know, they'd look at it and, and they could appreciate, they'd watch a couple of matches and they could appreciate the difference between independent wrestling and mainstream wrestling. And they could see the the athleticism and, you know, the, the the more spectacular moves that were happening and that kind of thing. But they were just so trained into watching their their wrestling in HD and watching wrestling with very high production values that yeah. they just literally couldn't get their heads around sitting there and like these were tapes as well like that you're talking now yeah a lot of our listeners will be too young to to realize like that these were bad (laughs) quality tapes like you know you have your crackles and your we'd be trading tapes and we'd have to describe the visual quality as good bad or or barely watchable kind of thing you know so it's it's a far cry from what you guys are doing there like but like i have first-hand experience of that aesthetic being a thing that it is a real deal breaker for people you know what i mean and it really does make a massive difference to them yeah, it's a barrier, and like, and and I think we're always, yeah, trying to give, trying to give wrestling fans uh, ammo to 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 get their to get their mates into it, into 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 in, into shows, um, yeah. whether there are whether there are shows or someone else's, you know, exactly that, just to, you know, because Potato Cam One and Potato Cam Two, you know, <laughs> yeah. that that like that's you know it's it's too it's 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 you can't ask people to 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 engage with that in 2020 you can't and and, and the trainee wrestler who's hoping to get a who's hoping to get a spot on the show holding the camera and that kind of thing you know what i mean and i think there's it just doesn't wash with people you know what i mean and uh, yeah. like like and and the thing i always think of when i think of you guys like if if i was now trying to get people into independent wrestling the first thing i would do is go to youtube and show them that drone footage that you guys filmed of of those um the outdoor was it august last year the the, yeah. the august bank holiday weekend or where, where you had the um the, the, the three kind of it was it four shows you did in two days yeah it wasn't the mm. four shows was, in two um, days no it was, it was it was two in one day the uh, august one sorry yeah, two in one day. I'm mixing up the weekenders. Yeah, two in one day. But you had that beautiful outdoor venue, and you actually ha- you used a drone to shoot it. Like, and I'm thinking, like, if you can show people that, then they no longer have the excuse. You know what I mean? They can't turn to me and say, "Well, I can't watch this." You know, they they may have other reasons for not wanting to watch it, but the aesthetic can no longer be a concern. Like, because that to me is some of the most spectacular footage I think I've ever seen of a wrestling show. You know what I mean? Just as the as the the the, the sun was setting over that venue, like, and you you had it all captured on film. Like, it was just incredible stuff. I was delighted with the capture on that. I was absolutely delighted. Yeah, no, thanks. I'm really happy with that. And, and that's that's exactly it. Strike one off the list, you know. And I think I think um, and uh, and maybe give people as well. Give people something. Yeah, you know, people are stubborn, right? If you've had someone trying to get you to 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 a wrestling show for two years, and actually maybe. <laughs> for the last six months you kind of wanted to go but you don't want to admit that this person was right or whatever yeah, um, yeah. then then you can you can say oh well when they go come on there's there's they've got live music this time you can go oh well yeah i'll come but for the music you know or you know yes, oh, exactly. oh, oh, craft, oh craft beers is it oh okay cool yeah well you know i like that kind of thing so okay well, i'll go for that you got me when actually they they, they want to check out the wrestling but they don't yeah. want to 
they don't want to admit that they were going to the wrestling or, or something, <laughs> something silly like that. But um, yeah, they're funny. They are funny. They are funny. Uh, they are funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's it. And it's it's it's, it's is it is it to be different per se? No, but like stuff that's stuff that's good stuff that's good stands out i guess um but i but, but if i had my way um it would stand out less because more people would be doing it but i but, I, but the, the problem is jamesy is that it's like i kind of touched on before it's the the budget isn't really the money isn't really there in the market to do that to do yes, what we do there course. you know um that 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 production value has not paid me back yet um it's 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 getting to pay itself pay for itself you know we're, we're we're slowly getting there costs are going down and revenue is coming up but you know um that lovely that lovely sheen on on the riptide shows owes me a few quid um, okay and, right it, it doesn't uh, yeah not for nothing uh, yeah you know and 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 so you know what you meant to do <laughs> you know what, what are you meant to do um but um but that's yeah that's why we that's why we do it um to 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 do funnily enough we do it we're not trying to enhance the wrestling as such we're just trying not to impede it yes. um it's actually meant to be kind of a, a transparent it's either tr- it's meant to sort of either feel it transparent or and uh transportive like we're trying to put people in the room um as best we can um and not necessarily you know the bells and whistles are, are yeah are just there so people aren't thinking oh this is shit fucking uh amateurs you know when the person the people in the ring it's like you know zach saber jr versus jonathan gresham yeah but but any old person like watching from whatever independent show this is, is going to come across and go, oh, a bunch of amateurs whilst it's the best ring work fucking going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, it's a bit perverse, but, um, yeah, we like it to look nice. Yeah. And it does. It surely does. But I suppose the thing is, it can't just be beautiful looking wrestling that's not good wrestling and there has to be more to it than that and like me and the lads would have talked quite a few times on this show about watching Riptide shows and we would have praised I suppose the storytelling element of your shows in particular and like in 2020 I'm very much I would I'm a cherry picking fan I, I, I will want sure. to know what's the, what's the best match from a particular show because there just isn't the time to watch everything anymore. You know, like there was no, a time when no. there, there were maybe two or three promotions available at our fingertips that we could watch in full and we were more than happy. We had plenty of time to watch everything. But that, that's just a, a, a lot of the people I know who watch wrestling are, are people who will pick the best stuff. But I would say that Riptide, say last year, was one of the few promotions that, that I would always have made the time to try and sit down and watch the show from top to bottom. Um, and and the thing about it is it's the storytelling and it feels like everybody on a Riptide card has a role. Everybody in a Riptide card has a a discernible gimmick, to use the word gimmick, I suppose, that's, mm-hmm. that's loved by the fans, that's over with the fans and that you're telling stories. And is telling stories something that you guys have been mindful for? Like, is it important to you to reward the viewer who takes the time? Like, as I said, time is such a precious commodity these days. Like, if people are taking the time to invest in your storylines and characters, like, is it important to you to kind of reward that? Well, absolutely, you know, and, and, and 
you know, we're 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 a performer uh, uh, focused organization. We're we're a product focused organization, and you know, really, what is the most compelling type of product in 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 an engaging type of product in professional wrestling? It's 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 the stories, right? You know, um, for the most part, for the most part. Um, and you know, what do performers like doing? They like doing stories. What they like, you know, they like telling stories, man. Um, that's 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 what we do. That's what we do when we perform. So um, I, I, I think, um, yeah, it's something that we put a lot of thought into. It's something that we collaborate a lot with, with, with the talent a lot. Um, and I think um, where possible, that's always really important. Like, you know, ob- obviously um, – you don't want the inmates running the asylum, as it were. And sometimes if you've got an overview of what's needed in general, then you're going to have disagreements with someone that's looking, that's, that, that's you know, someone that's only looking after their little bit is going to, yeah. you're going to have a conflict of interest there. But, you know, you just want people to want to be doing it. You know, you want people to be mutually invested. Um, and, you know, the best you know, mutual investment is, it's, you know, collaboration on something is that's kind of how you get that right. Um, and, and then everyone's pulling together as a team because, because there's an alignment of motives and that's, and that's, that's all you really need um, over and above, you know, a, a, a super inspiring leader or a, or a, um, or a tyrant, uh, Actually, you don't you you don't need leadership if if motives are, are aligned, uh, because people naturally will do what is what is best for them, and and if what's best for everybody is kind of the same thing, then then that's 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 where we're going with that. And I and I think I think that's a bit of a far fetched from stories. Sorry, um, but the, but but people want to tell stories, you know, um, and and people want to want to want to have the stories, and so yeah, let's do this. I think the problem is, is I think a lot of people that are writing wrestling stories um, are a bit keen to sort of show that they're there. If you know what I mean, that that you know, right. I don't feel familiar with the uh, the 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 theological argument of intelligent design, James. But it. it you know, it's which is you know this idea that there must be a higher power because look at this, look at this world. If I if I found yes. a watch, if I found a, you know, a a pocket watch on a heath, then I would assume that it had a maker. You know, I wouldn't just think that it was a random occurrence, right? So, so that's that's a that's an argument for the for the existence of God, and 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 sometimes you feel like people are booking these extravagant storylines. Um, just to show that they're they're there writing them, that there's someone okay. there writing them, you know, right. and it's okay. and it's like, well, if 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 there's extravagance in our in in one of our storylines, I'd like to think that it was sort of the last resort and it was the solution to a problem. Um, yes, yeah. uh, you know, uh, and I I think um, there's no point in surprising people for the fucking sake of it like what yes you know the 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 surprise in itself isn't what isn't what you 
isn't what you're in it for or shouldn't be what you're in it for. And I, mm. and I think people get hung up again when we're talking about copies of copies. I think people get hung up on devices that they've that they've that have been parts of stories that they've really liked and they've grown up watching wrestling. And that's what they associate with as wrestling as because that's their favorite bit is a swap. Yes. That, you know, because they're well, because the the most their most memorable moments of their favourite storylines were swerves. The 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 surprise wasn't the brilliant thing. That the 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 brilliant thing was the fact that this storyline had put you in a place where you could be surprised. Yes, exactly. You, you and know, guess- and and where you cared that you were surprised. You know, like that. That's what's important. And and I think. Yeah, sorry, go on. You, you, you're going to say something. No, I, I was just going to say that, like, I, I see it a lot. And, like, again, it's it's easy for me, I suppose. Like, you're the guy who's who's there doing it month in, month out. And it's easy for us guys who have podcasts to sit on the sideline and throw stones when we've never done it ourselves before, I suppose. And it's a different thing when you're actually doing it. But, like, to my mind, it's a very clear thing like this. A sw- this thing about a swerve, and you see companies doing it all the time, a swerve just for the sake of a swerve is pointless. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's this idea that you worked people. And like I, I've I've seen examples pretty recently of people getting worked, but not in the, not in a way that they were happy about. You know what I mean? I, in a way that they kind of pushed back on the promotion about a little bit because they didn't see the value in the swerve. And like if a swerve is a good swerve, like well, we can all think of movies with 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 an ending that flipped the whole thing on its head. But when you thought back about it, you thought, God, like it was actually staring me in the face the whole time. This makes sense. This person did that. They had the motive, you know, they, they, it all makes exactly, sense. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be there yeah. with it then. You know what I mean? But like, if you suddenly just do a swerve because it might, it might pop the crowd on the night or it might fool people because it, people feel like it's impossible to fool fans in, in 2020 and that kind of thing. I think that's when it gets ridiculous. And that's when it, that's when, that's when fans will rebel against it as well, and fans aren't happy with that kind of thing anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think you know. Anything should be a technical exercise um, for 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 the sake of it. Um, but, but I mean, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen. My my favourite swerve in cinema is is uh, is Aunt Lucy at the end of Paddington Two. I don't know if you've seen. <laughs> Seen... I haven't seen Paddington Two. No, I haven't oh, seen Paddington One of my kids, but I must get to Paddington Two. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Spoilers. Have you spoiled the whole movie for me now. <laughs> oh no! Well, you don't know what happens. It could be that she was the. Oh, it could no, be no, any, you know. It could be. But anything. anyway, you know. But, but this is it. You know, to to to, to establish to to get us, you know, to surprise people and to do something that is unexpected. Um, because obviously that is the best thing. One of the best things in wrestling, you know, when something unexpected and desirable or unexpected or undesirable happens. But yeah, yeah. unexpected in itself. You're just like, why am I? Wait, this doesn't make any sense. Why am I here? Um, and, but, 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 you know, to, to, to get that surprise, um, you know, it, it's, it's, you're required to establish a normality mm, that is then, yeah. that, that is then, that, 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 that is then subverted. Um, but, but we're not done yet because it has to be subverted in a way that is believable. You know, you have to, you, 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 this thing that you, people thought would never happen. If you've been saying that it will never happen the whole time, then 
it's not going to get over as much as if you've only been very, very heavily implying that it's never going to happen the whole time. Yeah. You know, and, and like you say, that's the staring me in the face thing. Things are just very, very, you know, if you can mask something or, 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 or whatever, very, very heavily imply that that's not the case, but never say that it's not the case and never do that stuff, then people aren't, <sighs> yeah, it all makes sense. It's not, it's not, it, 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 it makes sense, you know, um, and I think more than anything, we try to tell stories that make sense. Yes. Yeah. And like one of the things I've always quite liked about Riptide is I, I feel like it's the story that's been told is in a way it's quite old school. It, it feels almost like a throwback yeah. to the territories in, in the in the way that, that things are true. Like there's very much a, a face heel divide in Riptide. You know what I mean? There are villains and there are pure baby faces. And like that, that really appeals to me almost in 2020 because it's. It's it's so stripped back and it's so simple that it, again it, it's almost unique. You know what I mean? There's there's a lot of shades of grey in some promotions and, and people almost aren't sure who to cheer and who to boo. I feel like you you walk into a Riptide show and even if you'd never been familiar with the story, if you hadn't watched the VOD and you were going for the first time, you would know straight away when Spike Trevay walks out, when, when that faction walks out, these are the bad guys. When Chuck Mambo walks out, you know within ten seconds. That's the guy I'm cheering for. That's the guy I'm going to get behind. Was that a very deliberate thing for you guys as well to have that kind of strict face heel dynamic going on the whole time? Yeah, we're we're always, you know, and it's not it's not um, you know, it's not set in stone, obviously, but it's very important to us when we're putting together matches that again we're 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 doing as much that the, the audience has to do as little as it as as little heavy lifting as possible. Mm, yeah, to be able to plug into to to this. Um, to this, yeah, you know, I'm not going to pretend to be a to be a, um, a, a, a a wrestling scholar, okay? When I'm talking about the, you know, when you're talking about old school stuff, but the very fact that there is old school stuff that we can talk about, you know, tells you that there is a rich history of this craft and this art, and that there's something in it, right? Which which means if you get the presentation of it right, then it in its in its in its simpler forms can be enough for anyone. Um, or should be enough for anyone if it's so bloody good, which I think it is that bloody good. So, um, yeah, I, let 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 people, you know, first timers, especially because you know we really are geared towards. We try and put as few bones in there for like first timers, be they live or, or or people that are new to the promotion in general as we can to, to to pick out because, yeah, what business? We're not in the business of making it harder. We're trying to make it as easy as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if and if people want, if people don't want something that is, if people want to invest in it on a on a on a deeper level, um, if they want to follow more, then we we like to think that there's that there's detail in there for them yeah. to yeah. pick up on. You know, so so if you've got complex storytelling, let's say. Um, that only count that 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 maybe that rewards fanatics, but it's going to be impenetrable. If you've got detailed storytelling, then that does reward, you know, fanatics, but also maybe is a little bit easier for the for for, for a first timer to to start the roll of tape. Really, is the thought behind that? And you know, what what is the the simplest kind of forms of storytelling? Well, it's it's good guy bad guy. Um, exactly. you know, and let's, 
And if you're giving people that as a background, then you're asking less of them with their with their wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. maybe their maybe their work's going to be a bit better because they're not trying to work out some really weird fucking booking notes that you've been given that don't really make yeah. a lot of sense yeah. and, and, exactly. and don't give you a solid platform. Um, that's that. Yeah, that's the thought behind that. We do. We'll always always be looking at cards. The cards as a whole and matches in general as 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 where's where's the heel face where is the heel face dynamic where is it because it becomes just it becomes in my mind it just becomes easier for absolutely everyone concerned there's a you know it's not no never you know but if possible absolutely we we're always looking for that yeah like I and I would always it comes through because what something I would describe Riptide is it's it, to me it's an easy watch. You know what I mean? It's some mm. promotions. If I was to sit down and watch a top to bottom of the card, you know, I, I might get to the third or fourth match and I'd have to take a break or I'd have to go and watch something else for a while and come back to it or whatever. With Riptide, you're watching and you're engaged and it's it's an easy, you know, and the, I feel like the shows are quite tight time wise as well. And I, I don't know if that's something that you guys are cognizant of because. I never feel like I'm, I'm I'm burnt out after watching a show. You know what I mean? I'm ready for the next one almost when I'm finished with the first one. Well, I'm delighted to hear that, and and and, and absolutely, like we we the but but it is extra work. You know, it really is extra work. You know, uh, to 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 make sure that you know the most of the entrances don't make it into our shows. Um, yes, that's and, true. Yeah, and and that and that is that's not really about the licensed music. That is just about. I know that rest. I know that entrances are a big part of wrestling, um, and a big part of what people are interested in it. But I don't think, even 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 the even 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 us, Jamesy, um, <laughs> uh, independent wrestling gets exposed on the entrance a bit. And I don't think you, sh- if you can avoid it, I, I well, I don't I don't I don't think asking your 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 punters to to watch an hour of entrances per show on an independent show is 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 a good idea for them making yeah. it through the whole show to be you know to be honest with you um i just yeah i don't know let the let the good ones the important ones the ones that had angle in them and this and that kind of get get on there but um it it really does Put the put the the show length up, um, and yeah, like you say, um, cherry picking fans, um, and um, yeah, I'm delighted that you that you find it um, an easy watch because that's that's why we do it. And also, like I, I think with I think with entrances as well, like WXW for for years and years uh, dubbed over the music on their entrances, probably for as you said the, the money licensing issues, PWG. Mm never showed entrances again probably for the same reason but i always found as a fan that in a way you were kind of you were adding to the live experience because i, I remember like i i would have watched wxw on, on video on demand for years and years but when i finally got to go in person to germany to a wxw show i got to experience the ring entrances for the first time and to hear the music and to see the setup you know what right. i mean and it, yeah. it, it it was a. It would be a thing that I would go back to people and say, "You have to go to experience it fully." You know what I mean? And yes, the video mm-hmm. is amazing, but 
it's it's that little incentive then to go and buy a ticket. So you're you're not giving away everything to the VOD fan. You know what I mean? You're holding something back almost that yeah. you, to get the full experience, you actually have to get up off your arse and go and go and see the show. You know what I mean? So I think there's a you know, and it's it's there's a precedent there in major promotions doing that as well. You know what I mean? So it's not as if you guys were the first people ever to do that or whatever. You know? Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, yeah, that's right, dear listener. Come and come and exactly. There you go. Dob on Spike Gervais or something. I don't know. Don't <laughs> yeah, one, exactly. Do. Before he does it to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. He'll get you. He'll get you. Um, so moving on from from that, I suppose, and it's kind of it linked in a way, I suppose, is another thing that's always impressed me about you guys is making the best and it's it linked into telling stories I suppose really is the way you guys make the best use of the available talent and resources that you have and I, I remember there was a really great promo that, that Spike Trevay himself did um, late in the year last year and there was a quote in it that always stuck in my head and he was obviously using it in a storyline sense and he talked about Riptide, the Riptide roster as being the broken ties of British wrestling and like it, it, there's some element of truth to that like and i'm in no way trying to be disrespectful to anybody when i say this but like mm. you guys seem to have managed to take the likes of say your chuck mambos um jack sexsmith tk cooper mike bird even spike trevay himself who who like you can see these guys wrestle all over the independent scene they're everywhere you know what i mean but but somehow you guys have managed to make them more compelling and special to me when they wrestle in Riptide. Um, and like, if you were to say to me, what's the best version of Spike Trevay? Straight away, it's Riptide. You know, I see him in other places and I enjoy him, but like, I love him in Riptide. Um, is that something that you guys were cognizant of? The, the, the need to kind of polish up these diamonds in the rough and that kind of thing in the current climate that you you know you don't have access to certain people and we we, we will get on to the whole nxt thing later and we'll have a good conversation about that but it's kind of finding diamonds in the rough and i i, I remember comparing have you ever seen the film moneyball um the I, baseball. Haven't, I haven't no i haven't but i'm familiar with the the concept the, the, con- no. the concept you know of taking the baseball players that, that other people had rejected and finding things that they were good good at and accentuating them in a certain way to have success on the baseball field. And I feel like you guys are kind of playing money ball with the British wrestling scene in a way like you're using these guys better than anyone else and you're making them more compelling than they are anywhere else. Oh, well, that's I'm delighted, delighted you feel that way. That's very generous. I mean, I'm I'm a dis, I'm a disciple of I'm a disciple of Arsene Wenger, James. Lee. And <laughs> okay. And uh no, I mean, I I you know, when we started yeah, we had access to people a bit, but, you know, not, you know, in terms of, yeah, you know, there was, it was, it was 2017, 2018, you know, we know who was available during those, those kinds of periods. Um, but they were never there for us to be, for us to be telling, telling stories with, you know, yeah. and, and, and the, the, the people, you know, we always wanted to tell stories. We didn't, we we just wanted to put on a a good show you know something that, that that we could be proud of and this and that so so it was never our focus to be like oh wow I, we're gonna be bringing in the biggest names in the world and we're gonna get to we're gonna be this huge promotion and all of this stuff that wasn't our that that wasn't really our end goal for us so we just wanted to do some stuff in brighton so so you're looking around and you're going well who can we invest in? Ah, this guy's great. This guy's great. This guy's great. This guy's great. You know, just these people around because, you know, realistically, those are the ones that, you know, in terms of 
how much they cost to wrestle in terms of where they live in terms of um yeah how where they are in their careers and, and what their availability is like uh, that we were able to invest in really um you know it, it's it's not like we had much of a choice um at the at the level above um you know the, the the people that you would sort of regard as the the, the main rank, ripside roster these days like as you say that you're your spike trevays and your tk coopers and your chuck mambos and your chikaras and, and and such like um they they were just the ones that were there to invest in and, and we were going to do that you know um yeah basically you know basically make them make them mean something you know make them mean something because you know at that point you know we were we were we were booking, we were selling tickets on other shows' draws, you know, other companies' draws. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, let, you know, let's let's do let's 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 get that up with 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 our draws, uh, you know, without 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 we always get our own draws. Um, and I'm I am absolutely delighted as to how that kind of sort of almost three years later, like where we are now with 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 people with those kinds of wrestlers in terms of. Uh, their 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 drawing power in in Brighton, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we were never like there was never. I'd I'd like to think it's it's not like I'm like hush 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 hush. You're with us now, you know. Those yeah, <laughs> everyone's yeah. been everyone's been you know. And I, I think so. I think there's two things right that that um, go massively in our favour when if we're talking about how people in Riptide are the best versions of themselves and uh, wow, Riptide tell these stories and this kind of, this kind of thing. Okay. We don't have access to talent that would roadblock the development of these wrestlers. So, you know, whereas other companies maybe, you know, would have these, these kinds of wrestlers stuck on the mid card. It's because maybe there's a subscribership that these companies have that are expecting a certain, level of star power mm-hmm. you know yeah. in the in, in the main event right and it's actually quite risky to be elevating people at any given time um you know the other thing is for us is that we don't have half as much bloody content to to write as everyone else does you know we do under a show a month and you know i mean you know taking it to the extreme you know obviously wwe you know i'll tell you right now my stories would be my stories would be rubbish if I had to write that much. Yeah. Yeah. You wonder you know, how they do it. Yeah. Eight, eight, ten hours a week. Yeah. Un, unreal. And I appreciate that's not one, one bloke, but you know, but, but, you know, Riptide's not one bloke for God's sakes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so yes, we put a lot of thought into it and the, 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 it's very, but the thing is, is, is again, you know, the nuance and the detail and the, the the passion in those performances, that uh, it's because you know broadly speaking, that's what the talent wants to be doing at that time. So they're putting their own energy into that, and they're putting their own time into that, um, and they're putting their own attention to detail into that, um, which is just always going to flatter us, you know. Um, so so. It's it's 
you know, I, I put, 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 a, put a lot of that on the, on the talent, really. You know, the talent want to be showing themselves in the best possible way. And all, all we ever want to do is, is, is set the table for them as best we can. Um, uh, yeah. 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 I suppose, and an extension of that, I suppose, is, is you guys seem to have a great ability to kind of spot a new and fresh talent. Um, like looking over, looking at your, your show, say, over the last few years, I had never seen the likes of Acacius ever. I never heard of Acacius before I saw him on a Riptide show. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Brakes, first time I saw him was Riptide. Um, Ashmore, Kyle Ashmore. I, I vaguely remember him doing a few progress spots way, way back in the day. And then he was a guy to me that kind of disappeared for a while. And then I suddenly see him killing it on Riptide shows. Um, mm-hmm. My fellow Waterford man, Rocky Mack, you know, um, I, I, I know him from OTT and I know him from these. He's from the same hometown that I'm from in Ireland. But like mm-hmm. you, you're spotting these talents wrestling in places that, that, that I would class as relatively obscure, you know, um, is doing your homework on spotting talent. That's clearly something you, you talk about Arsene Wenger, like he was always a great uh-huh. man to pluck pluck a guy from a from the second division in Austria and may turn him into a left back or that kind of thing you know what I mean it, oh, yeah, is scouting yeah. for talent and looking for talent is something that you guys there's clearly some kind of investment and time and effort in it yeah I mean I think sort of not necessarily dedicate, dedicated time but you know I like going to shows uh, Tom West likes going to shows yeah. um, you know I, I think again as much as anything having the cl- when someone's because we have this kind of because we know what we want when someone's right for it it's very obvious to see you know um but i think you know we we you know you'll you'll get the heads up from from wrestlers um that you know this person's moved over here and has been training at this school that i train at and they're fucking great and you know you should give them a shot or this or that i mean it's something you can do but we could do much less and less than the the more solidified our roster is, you know, it doesn't really matter who's recommended you. If there's not a slot, there's not a slot, you know? Yes. Um, But, but, um, we, yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't propose to say that, that we're the, that we're the, I'm the Arsene Wenger of the stuff, but, 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 (laughs) but, um, the prof now. Oh, right. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to say too. No, I do. I do adore the man. So, um, no, I. I well, yeah, it, yeah. If I mean, if we see something, if we see something we like, then, then then we want it on the show. You know, we like it for a reason, and 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 that's probably something that needs filling. I mean, I think something that you'll get with wrestlers like um, like Jordan, um, like um, like a wrestler that's that's. That he did debut for us actually um, in in October. Tate May Tate Mayfair's um, oh, yeah, in, yeah. in the in the Pride of Brighton tournament um, this year. He is someone that you just sort of being being a little bit you know, behind the scenes, just on the sort of social networks. You could just tell they have a really positive kind of. They have a, a what I would call like a not in a hippie way, just in 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 a. This is what I would call it, way a positive energy signature, right? Okay. So yeah. you can tell, like, this person is 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 putting themselves around, and seems to be applying themselves passionately uh, in, in a dedicated way, um, it, regardless of what they're doing. Which obviously shows you that you know the thing is, is when someone's by the time someone's in the main event, that's not special for them. That's the norm. So if 
someone's got a bad attitude when then the norm is low down on the totem pole, then they're probably going to have a bad attitude when they're the norm is at the top of the totem pole. Um, and you, you could, you, 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 by and large, sort of get to see who's got, who's, who's going to raise your locker room up and who's going to bring it out. Um, and that's likely to, 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 to be, to be reflected in the ring, basically. Um, so it's kind of that, 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 that definitely has an effect on scouting. Um, I think Tom watches more, watches more wrestling on online than I do. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's less of a thing. I would hate to be, I would hate to be someone that a young wrestler that's, that sort of was aware of us in sort of our 2018 sort of run, which was a real, real debut mania uh 2018 for us there was a there was a lot of there was a lot of bookings a lot of bookings being given out and if you yeah. thought sort of to build up a roster yeah sure sure but and like you know we're just not debuting anywhere near those kinds of numbers of people um so I, I do feel sorry for anyone that was sort of quite rightly sort of seeing what was going on being able to calibrate like oh i'm ready for my ready for my riptide shot soon because you know uh, you know, yeah, it's, ooh, it's kind of a, it's a bit different now, sadly, everybody. Um, but 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 um, uh, yeah, I'm always, you know, it's fun, it's fun. Talent scouting and fun is, and thinking how someone would fit into into the into the show is is fun, and and, and yeah, and it's it because it, it, interactions and chemistry start to kind of spark off in your mind. Um, so. It's it's easy. I think it's easy to do our homework about when it comes to new talent because it's it's stimulating to think about how this fantastic thing that you've just seen would would mm. would, would, would 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 work. But it's it's tough because you know, listen, this show became a double. This show in 14th of March has become a double show because we had too much too many stories to tell for it to be an appropriate for one show. You know. Um, yeah. you know, we, we had to do eight, we would have going to have to do eight matches to get to tell everything we needed to tell. And that's, that's not a family friendly show, if you ask me. So, um, we, we thought we'd spread it out a little bit. Um, so, so even, even, so yeah, my, my appetite for debuts, Jamesy is going to have to be, uh, <laughs> have to be, uh, I'm going to have to go on a debut diet in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, yeah. Let, let's talk about the double headers and that kind of thing because I, I did see you guys say that online recently that um, you felt the need you had you had so many people coming on the show and that that you felt it was better to to split it into two, and I I, I feel like you guys more than anyone do the weekenders more and more and is is that something you're looking to do more often to kind of have is it more cost effective to do kind of three shows in two days or four shows in two days you know bring a load of talent in um and keep them for a full weekend is that something you're looking to do more in the future uh well it's a funny one because because they you know in theory yes they are more cost effective um but also you know you're 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 they're sort of you're sort of gambling you know, obviously more, more, more investment on the shows. I mean, the, the, the one coming up specifically, um, I would love to, I, I, I think that, oh, we've had, we've had mixed bags in terms of what the sales of the, of the weekenders have done for us. This one specifically, okay. 
this one specifically is about trying to because we've been dabbling in family friendly stuff and i don't think we've really done a show that i would call properly family friendly yet you know um the the the, the, the ones you know you could bring it, there's just not quite been they've either been a little bit long or could have just done with stuff that was funner for kids you know and, yeah. and i'm not necessarily yeah. even talking about dumbing things down like that much but dumbing things down a bit you know and and actually maybe there's stuff that doesn't need dumbing down right but a cheaper act would stimulate that kid just as much as the, the, yes. the act that you're booking yeah. for for an independent yeah. wrestling fan right and if you've got a cheaper act that you're booking then you could do the ultimate family friendly thing which is lower the fucking ticket price yes of course yeah and 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 i think and i think in in this case what we're really hoping to do is is um be able to really split the marketing and to really really because because the, the the family crowds that we've had in so far have only been really people that are riptide fans except they can bring their kids you know i don't think yes. we've we've, yeah. we've found a family market um particularly successfully i maybe with the with the with the the, the bank holiday shows i think we did but but you know certainly not with our with our brighton spirit family show and not so much with our, our first show that we did at the at the at the Brighton New Centre, um, which is where we're, we're back there on the 14th of, of, of March. Um, we, yeah, I just don't think we've hit that hit that formula, and 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 and, and I'm really keen to because um, I am seeing a, I'm definitely seeing a churn in adult wrestling fans at this point. You know, that you know you you the 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 People are clocking off after their three years of being engaged in this thing. You know, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm seeing that. that. You know, you know, I'm seeing yeah. that. You know, and 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 I and I think you know, perhaps with uh, talent availability and these kinds of things, you know, growing as a you know scaling vertically as a promotion isn't really an isn't really an option for us at this point. Um, so I think, you know, so we're looking to scale, you know, we're looking to grow some roots, you know, we, we, mm, we can't grow, yeah. we can't, we can't grow upwards into a 700 or a thousand capacity venue or this and that or whatever. So, well, okay. But, um, that's not really our focus anyway. Our focus is do because we're doing what we want to be doing. James E. Yeah. Our, our focus is making it sustainable. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, like that, 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 that's our focus. You know, I, I'm doing, I, you know, I'm not, sorry, go on. Yeah. I, I, was, I was just going to ask is, is sustainability a struggle at the moment? You know, I like, I'm not trying to pry into your finances or anything like that, or, you know, it's, it's, it's not any place to ask that kind of thing, but as a general thing is, you know, like, you know, I'm sure you're aware of the phrase British rest is dead kind of by my, my, co-hosts Benno and that kind of thing is yeah, it difficult sure. as, as as the owner of a company to, to just keep the doors open at the moment and like oh. you know, aside, and like aside from, we'll talk NXT in a few minutes uh, leaving that aside just from the general costs of, of renting venues equipment paying all the talent is it a struggle absolutely 
Absolutely. Good Lord. Yeah, always has been. Always has been uh, yeah. for me, um, especially with, you know, certain uh, indulgences that, that that I have, like like running a, a venue in Brighton. Okay, Brighton has a venue problem, you know. That it, if, if, Same if, as if Dublin it, here, yeah. yeah. You know, if it didn't take someone who was specifically committed to run in Brighton, to run in Brighton, then there already would have been companies in Brighton when we started. Yeah. We would have never True started. Yeah. You know, it had it had to be someone that really, really wanted to do it, not someone that was looking for a town. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, listen, I've said this. I've said this before in other podcasts. It, if what, what I was selling was a meal or a concert ticket, it wouldn't be twenty five quid. It would be sixty, seventy, eighty quid. Yeah. Yeah, in terms I, I heard of, you say that to JP Hulan a few months ago when you spoke to him. Yeah, you know, and 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 that's the point, you know, and that's why you know I don't really I can get on my high horse about you know production values and all of this as much as I can, but like at the end of the day, you know, I'm the I'm the dickhead, uh, Jamesy, because <laughs> <laughs> right, you know, it's as simple as that, you know. Uh, so you know, I look at. So you look up the road and you've got, you know, Repro selling 400 tickets to, to, to a trainee rumble and you've got, and you've got, um, uh, and you've got battle pro selling 220 tickets to, you know, what is, I'd say the the battle pro is, is to, to call it a trainee show is a, a disservice, uh, you know, to the quality of the shows. Um, but you know, it's absolutely, um, where, you know, knuckle locks, a lot of knuckle locks talent get, 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 get performances with the, with the, get, yeah, get experience, um, you know, d- drawing, drawing well, you know, drawing well on, 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 um, on cards that aren't star studded um, in the way that um, maybe people have, have got accustomed to in, in 2017, 18. Um, so, is it uh, rambled around the question there? No, it is. It is a struggle. It absolutely is a struggle. Um, but I think there is always um, just good, good family wrestling to, to 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 try and fall back on, really, and not even to yeah. fall back on. Like it, you know, it's it's it sounds like it sounds like that's like the last resort it's like no i mean i've I've been wanting to to be able to provide some some more socially available wrestling than i have done because because for for the for the love of god like 25 quids is i might have said it should be more but that's a that's 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 not a small amount of money um you know and that's a lot of money for a lot of people in this country right now absolutely yeah and 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 i and i want to be and I want I want people to be able to come to the wrestling because I really believe in it as a as a as a as a therapy, um, and I think the biggest thing that we could do to entice first timers is to bring the prices down, you know, and and that's that's something that the that, that family properly family friendly stuff um, I think is allowing us hopefully to do. Um, yeah, no, it's tough. It is tough. I mean, the problem is, is no one wants to feel sorry for a promoter, right? No one wants to listen to a whiny promoter, um, <clears throat> because what we do is our choice, 
you know, uh, because um, we're the ones that get to hang out with the wrestlers, I guess. It's not quite like that, let me tell you, but that's why no, <laughs> that's, that's no one wants to hear us complain, right? That's why fans don't like listening to, you know, promoters with their little violins out because, you know, we're in the appealing position as far as they're concerned. Um uh, but 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 it is hard, and I think you know your your least favorite promoter out there, dear listener, um, has things harder than you think. You know, some of your least favorite decisions uh, <coughs> will 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 have had some will, are likely to have had some uh, extenuating circumstances that 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 might change your position on that. Yeah. Is it stressful being a promoter? I'd imagine it is. Yeah, fuck. Uh, the, the most, the most stressed people. I like. I, I've been to quite a few live shows, and always the most stressed person to me, just as an interested observer, seems to be the promoter. <laughs> like I, I remember, I remember seeing Gabe Sapolsky running around a building in 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 the UK, absolutely stressed out of his mind. I, I see Joe Cabray over here at OTT sometimes at shows, like, and you look at the man looks like he's fit to burst with stress sometimes the way he's running around the place. It's, I'd imagine it's a massively stressful job, isn't it? Yeah, man. I've, ha- I mean, I, I'd like to think that I've gotten good at dealing with various, gotten a lot better at dealing with like the different flavors of stress as well as things just, you know, as we become more sort of operationally um, compact and and whatnot. Uh, 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 and and seasoned, um, then there's you know there's less there's less things to go wrong um, or less things that haven't gone wrong yet I suppose but but um, yeah it's really stressful I mean I would hate I would hate show I would I'd find it really deeply unpleasant um, for most of the show for pretty much all of the you know only now. Only now do I get into spaces where I'm able to kind of relax and enjoy myself at shows, um, and really? that, and that, and that's absolutely not a sure thing. I mean, I remember I was at a, I was at a Fight Club um, show in Wolverhampton a couple of years ago now, and I just saw show was about to start. I just saw Martin Zaki queuing for a pint at the bar, and I thought, <laughs> I thought, fucking one day, one day, wow, <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs> and I was like, you're the man, Zaki, you're the man. <laughs> Um. Uh. Yeah. You know. I'd. Yeah. Fantastic. No. It is really stressful. But. But. But more and more. You know. There's something that my one of the unsung heroes of Riptide that uh, my dad, uh, David Bevan, um, has been very keen to hammer home to me, is that I need to be. I need to be walking as much as possible. I need to be walking places. And not running because it 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 is just a little bit more relaxing for everyone. <laughs> if I'm not rushing around like a twat, um, right. and I and I don't have to be less and less. I don't have to be. Um, it's amazing actually as we've been running different venues to realise just how much of a pain in the ass it is to run the Bright Helm in terms of it being on okay. it being on three levels for, for for us. You know, you've got the dressing room in the basement and you've got the lighting on. Oh, really? The, okay. The, the first floor and you know the 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 the, the show on the middle floor so God, yeah, i never even knew that yeah yeah it's oh mate honestly oh mate oh god i remember uh i remember walter giving me some shit about uh 
about the, no the, better man the, to, to, to speak his mind i'd say oh mate you have no idea uh, the, the 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 giving me some shit for the you know because i was a sweaty mess and you know he was giving me some shit for 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 the fact that i wasn't even i didn't have, you know why do you look like that you haven't had to do anything <laughs> nothing like a, nothing like an outspoken european to put you in your place huh <laughs> well yeah quite right quite right <laughs> I like it, it, it. Do you do so? Like, is there? Do you ever get the chance to enjoy the moment in a show? You know, like say when say you, you've planned something. I, I'm trying to think yeah. of like a, a moment in Riptide history. Say maybe Chuck winning the title or something like that, and maybe it it goes off. You you could you would have had a picture in your head before the show of how I want this thing to happen, and it goes off just perfectly. And do you ever get the chance to just kind of look around and see the room erupt? You know, like you've hoped the crowd will react to something a certain way and like you nail it and everybody nails it and it goes off as well as you possibly could have dreamed. Do you get the chance to kind of pat yourself on the back in the moment or just sit back and kind of, you know, take it in, take in the enjoyment of it? Is, is that something that's possible when you're the guy kind of at the helm? Yeah, I do. Yes, absolutely. Um, and, 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 and actually, to be honest with you, like really, if the show started, I'm generally settling down you know what i mean because okay. like what well, you know case or are at that point um and 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 most of the most of the stressful stuff is about yeah it's about pre-doors i suppose um or that's anyway uh yeah so yeah things like chuck winning the title <laughs> and that getting the, the the you know the 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 two baby face rumble pops you know that reaction definitely going the way that we wanted it to go fucking you yes. know amazing um when uh, Cassius won the, the the Pride of Brighton tournament, and you know, and this was this was rebooking that we did the night before because Candy wow. Foss was ill, okay. you, you know, and and you know, this is you know, bearing in mind this is someone that's been that was really schmozzed back into the tournament, you know, you know, let's be honest here, this is someone that lost in the first round, that's right, and, and then winner, yeah, and you know, and then lost in the first match of the show in a non-tournament match um you know you, that that's 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 um got rejectable sort of written all over it right yes you know for, yeah for there's if, a worry if, attached to that like yeah yeah right if you're not you know it's got a big old big old um in on people to 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 to, to reject it if they don't like it and also it's a big logic thing that's there that's making it hold a little bit less water you know so so the fact that people uh, responded to that in the way that they did in the way that we hoped that they that, that they would and because 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 cassius was the best solution to everything else we had in place um and uh and when they erupted you can see it on the drone footage i saw someone about this the other day it didn't make it in the cut but on the drone footage of the moment of Cassius winning that medal, um, the crowd goes up, and then sort of I'm sort of off the side in a in a crowd in a in a production position, and I just fucking lost it. Like like so so he wins <laughs> one two three, the crowd celebrates, and then I'm like the, the fact that they celebrated as well as much as they did. Like I celebrated the celebration, and I was just like off, you know, my finger in my ear. I was you know in the air. I was so I was so happy. Um, what other ones? I mean the the. The thing that I had that there's only one time that I've really I've been like I got to get because I'm often up on the balcony in the Brighton Centre. Um, okay. Uh, and I was like I've got to get down there and see what's 
this is like down there really take this in uh and that was um dave benson phillips that first match i cannot describe to you the electricity in that building <laughs> on that night when 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 no one had you know it, no one knew what was going to happen and uh it was just it was it was something else mate. it was it was absolutely there, there was a, a journalist from joe.co uk there that night and he, he his he put out this very serious like top 10 matches of the year uh list um you know and it was all you know kenny omega versus okada and you know all all of that kind of stuff and you know in at number five you know dave benson phillips and session moth martina versus the anti-fun police i messaged about (laughs) it and he said even said it you know i was like come on mate that's so generous he's like look i mean it like you know the the crowd was the crowd was hotter than hot like i like wow um yeah uh chikara chikara the completion of the sort of chikara face turn um you know, I was up there, you know, in bits on the balcony. So I definitely do get to the 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 the, the, the pack surprise. We all got to take that Good. one in. That was that was that was really 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 quite something. Um, especially the a view that didn't quite get captured from where we were. Of the well, that we could see that we did that we didn't get captured on film was that we we could see the the as the visual. Uh, you could see the crowd going up like a Mexican wave as they could see him as he was coming around the corner. Uh, yeah. Because obviously the crowd, you know, the way that the way that it is, uh, the way the way that the show is, like only only certain people could, yeah, see him in this, as as that as that viewing arc came round, and they, yeah, oh mate, that was that was pandemonium. It was great. It was great. So yes, I do, I do, and it's great. It's really very. Very, very rewarding indeed. And sometimes something will, uh, sometimes me and Tom will be up there and something's really gotten over that I didn't think was much cop or something's, something's gotten over that I fought really hard to put on a certain place in the bill. And the other one will be giving the other one a little dig in the, dig in the, dig in the ribs with the elbow. So, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. I, I, something I always wondered about, uh, like you mentioned Pack there and such a big name and to not have them announced beforehand. Like, is that a big dilemma for you? Because surely if you tell people two months in advance or a month in advance, we've got Pat coming on this show, you're probably going to move more tickets or you're going to move tickets more quickly. And like, is is there a big kind of a, do you have to wrestle with the kind of the payoff between, you know, yes, we can sell more tickets or we can sell tickets more quickly, but how much value does the moment have to the promotion because like I really do feel that that that, that pack surprise appearance and then the match that him and Karen Omar had that was a huge moment in, in Riptide's history and I feel like, like that that gave you guys huge exposure like, like I think Alan you know mm-hmm. things like Alan Forel putting that match on his top 50 matches to ever happen in the UK it got people talking yeah. it, got people, it got your name on a lot of people's lips like you would have people who are pack fans who would have seen Riptide the first time because they wanted to see this pack match. You know, the cherry pickers that we talked about. Absolutely. They wouldn't yeah. be inclined to, to, to get a Riptide show usually. So, like, is is that a difficult thing to kind of weigh up? Like, do we announce this massive name and probably get maybe better business or quicker business? Or do we kind of save it for the moment? That, that must be very difficult. 
Yeah, I mean that was a that was a tough one. I mean, I think I think it's a it's a harder decision for it's an easier decision for us than someone that's actually got the fucking the size of a venue that it's a sensible idea to book pack for. Like, you know, we did lose okay. tickets. Yeah, we did lose ticket. We did lose ticket sales on that, but we lost like twenty or thirty ticket sales on that. You know, okay, right. We we weren't trying to sell your call. Like it was already a dumb idea to have him on the show. Like you know, we all. It was it was all it was already it was bad business from the off. Like uh, you know, uh, in 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 terms of tickets sold. Okay, Um, so uh, I mean, it was it was looking. Yeah, I mean, it was a bit of a poker call because although it only lost us, you know, between sort of 20 and 30 tickets in the end, it was looking, it wasn't looking great like the week of, if you know what I mean, um, in terms of whether we should or shouldn't be be announcing it. But I'm really glad we held on because, you know, if if you're in that instance, you know, the reach of the appearance absolutely went further with it being a surprise because by the time the match has happened, you know, no one's, no one's particularly excited about that match. I don't, well, people are obviously excited about that match if you announce it ahead of time, but, but it's not, Oh, I don't know. They've already, they've already started dissecting it. They've already started talking about how Pat can't lose. They've already started talking about all of this stuff. Whereas it was, if you just got this flashbang of like, bang, this is a surprise. Oh, it was a great match. Wow, this Carnival bloke. Yeah, um, you don't get the atmosphere for sure. I'm sure an announced pack Carnival match has a good atmosphere because people yeah. it's pack. He's huge. He's you know he's a superstar. But like you don't get that electricity, and like a big big part of the brilliance of that match is is the electricity that's in that room. Like and it, it comes across so much on the video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Believe you me, it was it was electricity. Exactly. But yeah, that is you know that is a that is a thing. And and you know, there's certainly, um, it's one of those things that like now that we've done that, I feel happy that we that we've done that. Like like I feel happy that we've paid off some story. Like before we'd ever paid off a storyline, if you know what I mean. In mm. sort of 2018, before we'd probably had a chance to pay off a storyline and we we're taking people down a sad road with something we were doing with, with Sexsmith, you know, you're worried because people have no reason to trust you um, yeah. Yeah. until they've seen you, until the, you've taken them on a journey and paid it off. And, and you know, once we paid off, that off, I'd felt better. And, you know, and every time we pay off a storyline and it gets over, I feel a little bit better about about any given time that we're in the future where we may or may not have to be asking our audience to trust us a bit. Um, yeah. uh, the, the same thing is with, yeah, like having a surprise like that, you know, is, is mm-hmm. you're starting to, 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 to build more of a trust with the, the audience that, um, that it, the shows are going to be good and maybe we're going to hold some stuff back, uh, so you know, don't necessarily judge the card that the, the shows on the announced cards, and allow yourself to be surprised. Brilliant. I, I, I suppose we've tiptoed around enough, Josh, and we've we've mentioned it a few times. <laughs> um, the, the, the big elephant in the room of UK wrestling, and like I, I can't have a British wrestling promoter on without having the discussion, I suppose, about NXT UK. And I mean, you know, like. 
I'm sure, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast or not in the past, you know the feelings of myself and my co-hosts about it and our worries for the scene based on what has happened with it and that kind of thing. And like, you know, I'm not trying to put you in an unfair position. I know that you're very much involved in the business and, you know, you can't say certain things or you might want to say certain things. But like just as a general thing, it must make your life difficult. And like, and we've talked already about how you've, you've in a way, you've kind of NXT UK proofed your roster and then that your core roster aren't NXT UK guys. They're not guys that, that seemingly are on their radar. You can be reasonably confident you'll have access to those guys in at least the kind of short to medium term. But at the same time, like they are now signing younger talents. They're signing kind of, they're dipping into the pool that you guys we're kind of going for, you know what I mean? Like say, say two years ago, they were signing the top, top guys. And as you they may never have been the people that you were interested in putting on your shows, but now they're signing a candy floss. Now they're signing pretty deadly. Now they're kind of getting into the pool of talent where you are kind of active and it must make your life difficult and it must give you headaches. I mean, uh, sure, 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 sure. Um, it's something that is less and less of a headache for me. Um, in terms of, of, really? of, the, of the, just in terms of the landscape being what it is, and me being a little bit more used to used to it, you know, um, right. you know, for, for, you know. Hey, listen, Candy Floss was going to be uh, a Brighton champion, as far as I was concerned, you know, um, and and uh, and I would have thought the same myself, like yeah, you know that that was you know, the, hey, listen, you know, Candy Floss wins the Pride of Brighton, holds the Pride of Brighton, cashes it in. Reign of Terror gone, wonderful. Everyone's, you know, mm. you know, uh, women contending for the bell, you know, all of this stuff, and winning, and and it and it and it and it, and it being a, a a a long form story and all of this, you know, I was I was disappointed that we weren't going to be able to get to do that. Boy, oh boy, have I let go of that. Like, uh, it, it it it's sort of yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, you know, again, I guess with with moving into 2019, I had. I had a roster written down that had 10 men and 10 women and they were all stars, whether they be to, to the Riptide room, whether they be stars on a national level that we used or, or people that, 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 that sort of got star reactions in, in Riptide and um, only really Riptide. I had, I had, I had a split roster down the middle of, 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 mm. of, of, of 10 people and, and, you know, on the women's side, you know, I think within the first month, <laughs> two of them, were, two of them had retired, and five of them had been signed, or something, or something like that. And that is that is frustrating, but it's frustrating, and it has a big effect on the women's side because the women's talent pool is is deep, is is shallower, right? There's less, there's less women, yeah. there's less women yeah. wrestling. Okay, okay. You arguably those talents are a better are better for the talent pool on telly inspiring young wrestlers okay. they're, they're, yeah. they're doing a better job for the talent pool on telly than they are on what riptide you know the 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 the, the, the other thing is is i mean i know with <laughs> real cross figure i'm going i know i know i'm doing some backflips here but you know to make the talent pool stronger in 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 that area in 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 those areas you know it's 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 opportunities much lower down 
that need to be there needs to be opportunities for women to wrestle at lower profile places than mine mm. yeah um and if i'm being if i'm being driven to grow roots instead of my, a big nice long trunk into a into a 700 capacity 100,000 capacity venue then um i'm we're in a better position to kind of do something with that with that with that so arguably those talents are doing better things for the talent pool on 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 telly than they are with they are with me um i think there's yeah okay there's creative stuff okay that 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 there is an impact on because yeah you're reticent to invest in people because you don't know when you're going to lose access to them um you know maybe there's certain things you can't do anymore with the people that you still have access to um that is that is an inconvenience there definitely seems to be like there's obviously less draws around um so if i if i if i wanted to sell more tickets i probably couldn't but luckily that's not really what i'm looking to scale so that's kind of that's okay and actually with all these people not being around again i'm sure this wasn't it's not like this is part of the master plan to save british wrestling but um just because you have the talent available to sell out your venue that doesn't mean that you can afford that talent on the ticket take of selling out your venue yeah so what you mean yeah you know so so you know i think a lot of a lot of promoters have been are being saved from themselves um you know i know that we were a fucking nightmare when we first started absolute absolute uber marks um (laughs) shows that lose money you know you can't really do that anymore uh, which is maybe not such a bad thing. That is an issue. There are issues. Of course there are. Okay. You know, when we're talking, you know, economic imperialism, you're going to get issues. Um, do I believe that I'm being stamped out? Like, no, there's, this is tectonic stuff at the top of the industry between large multinational media corporations. It's just that the, the pesticides are getting some other stuff, right? You know, that, that, yeah. The thing that I honestly, that is my biggest worry and my biggest concern as a promoter is brain health. And I, they, uh, uh, I'm seeing some fantastic things happening because of the WWE presence in the UK. It, when I say fantastic things, I'm talking about the, about the way that the penny is starting to drop with talent that having having access to those doctors when they are when they when they when they get a concussion and when they okay. uh, yeah. when they pick up a knock yeah. so, or, or, or tell something. me the positives up because I think we, we we kind of exist in a bubble on our podcasts and we don't know stuff that's happening behind the scenes so you know I, I think people would would like to hear the positives of NXT UK and you know that sounds like a very positive thing yeah I mean from my perspective and all that I mean well it depends on your perspective because because I'm very much someone that believes that I believe in I believe in making pro wrestling safer um and I believe in 
in the, the it, that it is still desirable to make pro wrestling safer if we make pro wrestling a little less exciting or you know if we've got yeah. less you know i i just pff, I, I i still i still think we can have some very exciting wrestling that is considerably safer um and i in terms of what we know about concussions and uh how 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 one is meant to handle you know aftercare of that um yeah and what you should should or shouldn't be doing after getting a concussion is just not culturally observed in the talent base and we can do as much as we want well, not as much as we want. We can, we can, and and don't get me wrong. Like we we're, we're looking to put in a non second non KFA breath that is there to withdraw people. Okay, right. Um, uh, or 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 not necessarily there to. Withdraw. I mean, it's a system we're still working on, but is there to that is there as a liaison between the 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 ring and the medic but we'll also have you know sort of someone that has their own their own training because i just i'm right. just I'm, I'm done with it mate like i don't i don't i don't i don't if someone's concussed in the ring i want them i want that 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 person out of the ring and 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 nothing and, else and, matters only the concussion at that point yeah and if yeah ex- exactly exactly and you know i hope my you know i hope i don't have to put my money where my mouth is there on a big angle blow off but 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 the point is, 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 is that's that you know that's how I feel, and and um, and I want to put those systems in place where it's where it's not my call, you know the the systems are in place for that to for that to happen. Um, in terms of how these people coming into context, uh, that the, these people that are under contract coming into contact with yeah the WWE doctors and the kinds of protocols that that they have to uh, observe when 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 things go wrong, that change in perception of how serious this stuff and what it is you actually need to do to um, to look after yourself is certainly, I've seen it filter into WWE contracted talents consciousness in a way that kind of had my jaw on the floor where I'm like, hallelujah. Do you know what I mean? Where I'm just like thinking yeah, just yeah. fucking hallelujah like this person's talking about you know some proper care and and this but and, and someone saying um yeah man it just made me think like how many people how many people um must wrestle with concussions they don't even know or how many times they must know that they're concussed and, and still work anyway and i'm just like jumping up and down going like screaming eureka because this is this is but it's, you know, it's hard because it's an aspirational, performative, you know, pursue and, and, and everyone thinks every, their opportunity is their last opportunity and, and all of this. And it's, and then if people rely on their wrestling for their income and this and that, it, it gets really dicey. But, it, but those, there are hard truths about brain injury that need not to be ignored anymore for any longer. And 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 that's something. It's not a very exciting. It's not a very exciting positive. Um, but if I'm thinking about my biggest problems and my biggest like, how are we gonna? How how? What do I want to make? Well, what about our about us? Do I want to do better? You know, that's the big one, and that's the one that I don't 
that provides me the most problems with because it's it's dicey right you know go out there and yeah go out there and and sacrifice your body for the punters but not too much you know it's it's yeah. it's yeah. you know mr 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 never taking a bump over here you know telling people what they do and don't have to do to get over is 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 dicey right you know it's it's not making those kinds of assertions from an uninformed place that 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 has got us this far with the relationships we have with the talent and and what you see in the ring um because people's skills are respected and people's perspectives are are, are respected however what the brain scan says that's not that's not subject to perspective you know uh that's well i mean it is but um uh that's a huge positive for me of 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 them being here massive positive giant screaming yeah and and it's something i've never heard said before so like it's, it's really interesting to to get a perspective from someone in the business like and that that is a genuinely good thing you know what i mean and, and nobody can kind of sit here and <laughs> it would take a person of, of pretty low morals to kind of argue against that in any way being anything but a good thing you know mm, mm, mm. well i don't know maybe people that like it to be a bit real and a bit feisty in there might might like a bit of brain damage in their wrestlers but but you know yeah. not 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 me um the 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 uh, yeah, it's 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 and, and I I am um I'm getting ahead of myself one step, you know, when I'm saying this is this is surely will filter down through the rest through the wrestling culture, but it surely will filter down through the culture because these because these people are are are, are you know that these, these contracted talents are more than ever very very much in terms of where you're saying of of what level people are being recruited at, you know. Every level is infiltrated with with WWE talent, and in this yeah. instance, that that's a very good thing, you know, that that's the case. And if and if people are learning, you know, because most of the people that are taking up wrestling are still going to be that's going to be their aspiration is to be in WWE. And as as what WWE like and what WWE want and how WWE do things becomes less mystified to these people um they're going to be able to do those things and if one of those things is looking after your lovely bonds then i've got to be happy i've got to be i've got to be happy these people are looking after their lovely bonses um because it scares the shit out of me it scares the absolute it scares the shit out of me and hey listen you know rug wrestling safer than rugby wrestling safer than horse riding less wrestling's safer than sunday league football but it's still it's a lot less regulated than all of those things and there's a lot less information out there than those things for sure god that's that's such an interesting thing and it's 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 one of the yeah i'm surprised people don't talk about this stuff more you know what i mean when the nxt debate is going on that that isn't brought up as a point like because it, it is a very good and valid point i think for sure you know um it's a dirty like, secret though it's it's something that people you know like you know people don't like to talk about because it's the unfun stuff right you know yeah you know yeah, you know sure. i'm not necessarily putting this up up the level with the you know like the nfl cover-ups and and all of this stuff i mean it was a it was a bloody heel mcmahon angle for fuck's sake that he was he was the heel telling mick foley that he couldn't have dangerous i think it was mick foley you know 
having dangerous matches or or, or, or whatever. And that, and that was the and that, <laughs> he was the tone for doing that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like it's 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 one of those things that we, it's and it's and it's such a fine line because you know a wrestler said to me uh, I was having a late night conversation uh, and. The the, 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 the the very taboo subject of doing less and all of this kind of kind of comes up and this is a veteran wrestler that said to me look look man like you 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 don't appreciate that you know a lot of the time if we're if we're doing if we're out there and we're doing something and we're doing something that you know is a dangerous spot or you know is a rough bump or something like that um we're not necessarily doing that for the crowd. We're, 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 we're doing that because it's, you know, all you or the products, like we're doing that for us because it feels good. And you're like, Oh, wow. God. Like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, oh how God. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. How do you change that mindset? Like, yeah, that's how do you really, change, yeah. how do you change that mindset? And, and who, and who am I to change that mindset? You know, in that yes. regard, I, I think it, it's, it's in terms of what, but, but, but expectation, um, is something that, 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 uh, at least people know what my expectations are the more. But, 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 okay, so this is the other thing that makes it very challenging for, well, actually, slightly different. I think it makes it incredibly challenging for, for me in terms of people looking after people's brains is, like, I have neither the carrot nor the stick, really. So your, your, con, your contracted talent, you can, take, you can put them on the shelf because you're already paying them. Yes, of course. And you can tell them that they're on the fucking shelf because otherwise you'll fire them. Now, I, I, can, I can neither give nor remove a contract in terms of, 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 of having the wrestlers do what I would want them to do um, that maybe they don't see as in their best interests. And maybe we have a difference in agreement about what their best interests are. Um, so the fact that this, that this information is filtering down makes me yeah or it should in theory be filtering down makes me a lot a lot happier that our the my ideas of the talent's best interest and the talent's ideas of their best interest are going to be better aligned in this area um i would hope have there ever been instances and i don't expect you to name names or anything like that but have there ever been instances where a wrestler or wrestlers have done something in a riptide ring that's actively pissed off like specifically from the point of view of if you feel so strongly about safety and that kind of thing where you've kind of gone to the back afterwards and kind of said lads like what are you know or ladies let's not say it's all men but you know have there been instances where they somebody has pissed you off with something they've done that you, you thought was just way 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 beyond what you were asking them to do um i've certainly oh in terms of in terms of like that's fucking re- like what is that doubled spanish yeah, like fly off the fucking yeah 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 something like that um, like when when they know that you feel strongly about this kind of thing, but as you said, in the moment that that rush of adrenaline takes over them, or they you know they they they, they do it because, as you said, they're doing it for themselves at that point and not for you or for the fans or whatever. Yeah, no, I think I think uh, not not quite like that. I mean, there's there's you know I've certainly asked questions of or, you know there's certainly been awkward questions asked of people that where maybe something's gone wrong under a circumstance that was very unnecessary. You know, perhaps people were having a little bit too much. It, you know, something's gone wrong in a match where people were having a lot of fun with people that they okay. are definitely friends with. And you think, 
where was your game face? Someone got someone's taken a rough bump here that they didn't have to. What's what's come on? Um, but um, no, not not really, not really, not really. Okay. Um, um, I, it's one of those things. I mean, you know, I very much tried to, you know, while I have these strong opinions about this and that, um, I just know again from 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 my own work as as a performer that someone can be giving you the right brief but you with someone can be giving you the right brief let alone the wrong brief they give you the right brief with the wrong vocabulary and all of a sudden you've clammed up and you don't want to do the job okay right you know because what because because and 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 we definitely made sure that we weren't over briefing people first in terms of letting people get on with it and then now we're looking to make sure that we're not under briefing people in terms of actually giving people a decent framework to apply their skills to, um, but we were but we were never really that heavy on on talking to people about things that we we didn't have experience in yet. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll be maybe give me another two years, Jamesy, and I'll be uh, I'll be putting <laughs> open the locker room door and uh, and tearing strips off everyone. But at this point, <laughs> you're not there yet. I'm not quite. I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> and I suppose speaking of injuries, um, to move on to kind of the events of 2019, and like I, I was kind of thinking back, looking back through the shows you guys had and the storylines you told, and like apart from you know we talk about NXT interfering with your plans, like just rank bad luck really interfered with with an awful lot of your plans this year, and like well, one of the more sad things that happened, I suppose, associated with Riptide this year was Jack Sexsmith and, and the end of his career, and like. You know, it, it almost seems trite to talk about the fact that it ruined your two-year storyline. The ending of it, like, I feel like Jack Sexsmith is somebody who has, like, was very much the heart and soul of Riptide, almost. He was, you know, if you could name a wrestler who epitomised the spirit of Brighton, <laughs> pardon the pun, or to, to epitomise the spirit of the promotion, it would be Jack Sexsmith. Um it must have been a big blow. And as I said, let's put aside your plans and storylines and all that. It must have been just a very difficult thing for you guys to deal with that, that his career came to such an untimely end. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, heartbroken for the guy. Um, mm. and, 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 and I think the... Pardon me. Heartbroken for the guy. Um, it's, you know, it was around the time of a few... A few, um, a few retirements, and it and it, and it and it you know it puts people on edge. Yeah. You know, people are people are people are reminded of their own mortality, which you know, I like I like people to be reminded of their own mortality. To be honest with you, but I don't I don't like the things that remind them of it. Um, uh, the in terms of how it affected our storyline, okay, I cannot. I, that's not important for two reasons. Okay, one because the more important thing is that someone's not able to do something that they really love yeah, of um, yeah. a- a- anymore. But also because the the potential energy of that payoff still soars through those two years. It, 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 I don't see. I think it's for me. It's almost a marvel. It's a credit. It's a credit to the. It's a credit to the the the, the performers uh, involved. 
um, that that rivalry sold sold tickets for two years, you know, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and and you know, and 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 we, and we didn't need to we didn't need to pay it off for it to mean something. Yeah, um, and, 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 and obviously we'd have loved to have gotten to that match. Um, especially just out of respect for all the promotion. No one did it. No one did it. No one did that match for two years. Thank you, yeah. everybody. If you're, if you're <laughs> British, if you're a British wrestling uh, promoter listening to this, um, sorry. Uh, about all those lies I just told. Uh, no, um, the, the uh, thank you for not doing for Sex Smith, Sex Smith, uh, uh, um, Trivet, um, in that time. Uh, cheers, thanks, cheers, nice one, thank you, everybody. Um, and yeah, no one did it, uh, and and then obviously in the end, we couldn't do it. Um, yeah, I mean, just 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 very, very sad, uh, that that. That, that 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 retirement had to happen then um f- for the wrestler um in so many ways the strength of his work up until that point um meant that 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 his that his job was done you know um you know super villain created um and 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 that 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 the heart, the heart and soul of so many fans had been had been anchored in in the Brighthelm Centre, uh, Brighthelm Centre Brighton, um, but yeah, really really heartbreaking. Um, but but that is hey, that's people have got to get used to that happening to them because it does, yeah. it does. And like yeah, and like that that retirement speech was that was like for me sitting at home. You know who doesn't know Jack Sexsmith, who has never been to a, a Riptide show live. Like they're very difficult to watch. Like so, I can only imagine. You know, it, it must have been difficult for the fans, but for you guys who are his friend and his work mm-hmm. colleague, that mm-hmm. must have been one of those moments where you're sitting there, kind of thinking, "God, like this, this, this is too real, almost." Yeah, abs- absolutely, absolutely, um, and. Uh... Yeah, no, I still, I still feel feel bad about it. <laughs> it's it's horrible. It's horrible. Um, but hey, listen, that's I, at least you know at least um, I feel very privileged that we were able to give uh, uh, Sexsmith that platform uh, and that time to to retire. You know, with with a, with with an with an audience that that adored him, with an audience that had been on a journey with him. Um, uh, if only one of his journeys uh, in in pro in pro wrestling. Um, but like what I would say for sure, like I, I kind of alluded to it earlier, the best Jack Smith sex Smith that I ever saw wrestle was was the Riptide version, and it's it's a credit to you guys that that you gave him that platform. You know what I mean? And if if nothing more ever comes of of Riptide wrestling, you can always proudly say that. You know what I mean? That that, that by far the best version of him. That was ever seen in wrestling was in Brighton in your ring, you know. I don't, I don't suppose you ever saw the the match he had at, at our place with uh, with Star. I, mean, I, I know good, good I match did. with Star. Those two guys are good friends as well. So, but but that was oh that I mean that, you know that 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 is you know David Star's David Star, but 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 you know if people if people are left with any doubts as to Jack Sexsmith's kind of storytelling ability. 
um that match is, is free free on youtube check it out um they, you know he tells tells one hell of a story in that match um unbelievable work and then I suppose, the, you know, so that happens and you have to recalibrate your plans and, you know, you have to make some changes on that. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I believe you're now I'm a little bit sketchy on this. You were about to crown Spike Trevay. You, you had a match to set up where, where Spike was going to wrestle Chuck Mambo. Yeah. And then he gets injured and you have to change plans again. Like, so you're talking about frustration and about hair being torn out. You must be in despair at this point with all the changes you've had to make to the top of your card. Your, your big storyline, like the biggest storyline in, in the company history. Yeah, because this is it. You know, you've, you've got, you've got, you know, Jack Sexsmith wins the Rumble um, and then gets challenged to a title, you know, to put it on the line. You know, he's been, he's been ducking, Spike Gervais has been ducking him for ages. And then he wins the Rumble, and then Spike Gervais says, oh, now I, now you've got something I want. We'll have that match, put that on the line. You know, I don't mind telling you now, dear listener, that that, that was how we were going to get the, the, the title shot onto Spike. Obviously, we can't do that, so we, we had to do something. I can't remember what we did. We had, oh, we had to do something at the end of the Car Noir match, or, uh, the, whatever. Um so we have to change some plans there and do some stuff that isn't as elegant as we like it normally, shall we say? Uh, something not, that isn't as, yeah, as as uh, we like a bit of a Nordic design in our booking if we can get it. In <laughs> you know, functional, functional, clean lines. But 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 um, we couldn't do that. And then yeah, he gets injured going into it, and and the problem was really. And I guess this is the problem with 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 having a. Although there wasn't uh, trying to trying to trying to put together like a believable like your world building and a and a believable um, ecosystem uh, and and all of that stuff, it does it can wind up being complex even though you're trying to sell to, to tell simple detailed stories mm. within a context. Well, if they're going to be kind of weaving in and out of each other, then it then it does get quite complex and. It seems quite simple to go, well, okay, you can just do something else and put the belt on Spike another time, right? And it's like, well, sort of. We don't we don't actually have that many shows. So that, you know, there's not loads of time to play with. But but also leading up until that show, the there's so many people on that card that needed that that well, there was other people that needed that the title to change hands because, okay, you know, right, because because Chikara Chikara was in a tag team with Paul Robinson leading into that those two that that weekend. Well, coming out of the show, Chikara is a face, and Paul Robinson's aligned with Spike Trevay. Yeah, you know, going into that show, um, TK Cooper. Is 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 a tweener, you'd say probably. Yeah. And he's yeah. and he's coming and he's coming out of it a face, you know. Um, everyone, it, if we're rewiring the electrics on that on that universe by not putting the belt on Spike there, then sort of nothing makes a load of stuff from that moment onwards doesn't make that much sense. And we're trying to wrangle yeah. it round into making sense. And then, and then, and then almost even worse, 
a load of the stuff in the past doesn't make sense anymore. Right. So the whole okay. the whole it world happen, basically. It had to fuck it. It had to fucking happen, right? <laughs> right, but 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 here's the despair in your voice, <laughs> mate. Honestly, right? So it had to happen, and he's got a broken arm. He couldn't do anything. He yeah. couldn't do any. You know, there was there was no so so the minutia of I. I mean, I I cannot believe we. I mean, I would like to think that we will continue to kind of scale our online audience. And reach enough people that I'll start getting some flack for the. We'll start getting some flack for the. For <laughs> You're welcome. The, <laughs> the, You've you know, get flack. <laughs> well, exactly, exactly right. And I got. I can't believe we haven't got flack for the finish of that of 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 the belt going onto Spike. Just because, not because I think it was bad. Just because it because. Um. You're in the area. You're 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 boy oh boy. Are you in the area for be, for opening yourself up for criticism when the fucking owner is there's a you know it's just it's just that was it was just a lot. It was just a lot of fucking booking, mate. And the and the minutia of how of why things had to be certain ways because because Simon couldn't do anything. But 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 you 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 know you're not wanting to make anyone look stupid you're not making yeah. the wrong people yeah. look cowardly and the the right people look this and like people like that and so all of that gets taken care of if spike can do something but he but he can't but he can't so that was the that was the that was the world that we were in and i can't remember if we were on on air or not um james you when you asked me about um about me being on screen yeah and that was literally my, my next question was going to be was just talking to you and from our brief interactions in the past and from listening to you on other podcasts you know you don't strike me as the promoter who's such a mark that he wants to be on screen you know you know you know that we all know the promoters who who who, who want to be a wrestler almost or want to be an on-screen character want to be the authority character, and there's an ego attached to it i, I really don't feel like that's you. you. Correct me if I'm wrong now, but I just just from the impression I get of you, I don't feel like there's a burning desire within you to be an on-screen character. Was it difficult for you to make that decision to like you know for people who don't know you you basically part of the way that you got around these injuries was that you were on screen for part of the angle and you were forced into a match into making a match for Spike Chauvet where he would win the title. Was that yeah. something that you were really like in two minds about? Um, I think, yeah. Oh, mate. Like I, I'm, you know, I'm all, I was always writing, I was always writing that stuff out and it was getting put back in again. Um, oh, no, I think maybe, I think the first one, the one where we had to do it at the, at the, with the car, uh, getting the, getting the, the title shot on him. Yes. Uh, after the pack. I think, I think, yeah, I think that one I was, I was trying to write myself out of it and it kept getting written back in by other people. Okay. Um, and I think, I, and I think I just sort of took my medicine with the other one where I just kind of knew, you know, I just, you know, it, it, it was, it was a, you know, it was the solution to our many problems. It was, it was part of the solution to our many problems to just, to, to, to just, yeah, have, 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 me out there laying down the rationale for everything for everyone essentially um yeah it, it, it's 
yeah i i exactly i'm 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 super allergic to it um in terms of not not wanting to be yeah i've just seen too many people in my in positions they shouldn't be in in my life you know yeah. performing um in you know there's always someone there's always someone that that, that more entertaining probably <laughs> that could be did that could be doing this stuff um I, 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 yeah, no, yeah, well, it wasn't that, it wasn't, it was, it was so nice at the next show that we did, and I'm like, I haven't even got to worry about doing an angle, like, for, 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 <laughs> you know, it was, it was, it was, it was, yeah, that was really nice, that was really nice, um, Maybe yeah, it is reluctant, <laughs> no, it's very nice, very nice and comfortable, I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't sick. mind, I don't, you know, I don't mind doing, you know, I don't mind doing it, but I do worry about, uh, yeah, about not wanting to be one of those, one of those promoters inserting themselves into the show. Basically, <laughs> it was, it was, it was very much a functional thing, um, and no one kind of a thing. No, no one could really come up with anything else. So, so that's what we did. Yeah. Okay, so uh, like as I said, we, we probably should wrap things up. I've, I've kept you on for much, much longer than I thought. I've just had a look at the clock there. Um, let's talk about 2020, uh, the year coming up. You have dates planned, you have shows planned. Um, the floor is yours. Like, if, if somebody's thinking about going to Riptide, if someone's thinking about going to watch the VOD, um, I, you know, there are big plans afoot for 2020, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're, we're really just just getting going i think you know we're really just hitting our stride of uh we do we do what we it we do what we do now um and if you want to come along i mean we are experimenting i guess a little bit here and there but if you want if you want something that if you want a coherent product um and you want uh a a uh, something that is going to Ah, oh, fuck's sake. Let me start that one again. 2020. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, 2020, uh, Riptide. Um, it's going to be our most coherent uh, year yet, I think, as, 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 a, as, as, a, as, a, as a brand identity, as a set of narrative threads, um, uh, you know, visually um the 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 quality um everything's going to be um as as good as it's ever been if not better um we're we're a company that is sort of coming into our third year i'd like to feel like hitting our stride i'd like to feel like we've got a lot of um stuff out of our system um and we can earnestly look to to sustainability and um uh, and consistency, um, which I know aren't traditional traditional uh, metrics for how entertaining a, a fan would 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 find the wrestling promotion, but we're listening to the British wrestling experience. So you're a different kind of fan, <laughs> dear listener. You, that's exactly what you want to know about. So, no, um, we're still looking. You know, we still get exciting talent. Um, uh, that, 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 you know, for, for one shots and, 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 and whatnot, that will continue. Um, but, um, 
more than ever, you know, you'll you'll you're going to see these 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 people that that have been with us for a few years now, and have been growing with us for a few years now. Um, you know, and we've grown as they've grown. Um, having having an incredible year in Riptide, I think. You know, people like TK Cooper. I mean, TK Cooper is just ready to 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 pop every. Uh, you know, he's going to make a million dollars, TK Cooper. Um, uh, and and your and your you know and obviously your your Chikaras and your Cassiuses and your Treves and your Mambos and you know Carnoir. Um, very excited about about Carnoir and Riptide this year. Um, uh, presented like you've not seen it. Presented it in, in a way that if you if you show that to your You'd probably have to pick the right match, but I feel like there's a match in on the Riptide catalogue that you can put on with your family at Christmas, and people are going to take it seriously. You've got to pick the right match. It's not my family, mate. It's your family, right? <laughs> but what I'm saying is is that is that is that we try. It's as the quality's not going to switch anyone off. Um, I, I say that. It's it. I say that I always worry about cinema buffs coming across our product and seeing cinematic independent wrestling and scoffing at it. And it's like, well, sorry, mate. It's not cinematic for cinema, but it is cinematic for wrestling. <laughs> it's certainly cinematic for independent wrestling. Thank you very much. Cinematic independent wrestling, dear listener. Um, if you want to see uh, as, a, you know, non gimmicky intergender wrestling um, or when I say non gimmicky, I mean gimmicky wrestling that relies on the gimmicks of the wrestlers as opposed to the gimmick that it is intergender wrestling. Yes. Uh, yeah. that, is, that as a gimmick in itself uh, is, not, is not something that we have a lot of interest in, 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 in peddling. Um, we kind of want to go deeper than, deeper than that um, and, and, and put a lot of care into that as an aspect. Maybe that's something that, 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 you, that you want. I mean... For me, uh, I don't think there was enough. We struggled, uh, certainly compared to 2019. A big aim for us is to have more women on our cards. Um, is certainly to have uh, more people of colour on our cards than we had in 2019. Um, if 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 you know if you're looking for your wrestling to be representative of the population. Um, that's something that we are that we're very committed to, um, and it's not particularly straightforward to be committed to those things. But th- th- it is it is what it is. That's a whole different that's a whole different discussion. Um, and uh, yeah, we want to we want to reward people. We want we want we want wrestling fans to have nice things. We want them to have nice t-shirts. We want them to be able to get a nice drink at the show. We want them to have a nice view at the show. We want them to, 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 to have a nice overall and visual experience when they're, when they're watching the VOD. Um, so please help us do it and give us some money. <laughs> <laughs> and your upcoming show in March, if you want to give people the details of that or where they can find tickets. Absolutely. So you can find tickets on uh, RiptideWrestling.com uh, and click through to tickets. Um, that is a that is a double header show. So we're having the first round of the Pride of Brighton tournament um, for for a family show. Uh, the announced 
entrants of that are Candy Floss, Chikara, uh, Danny Luna, and Tate Mayfairs. Um, there'll be another four announcements, uh, maybe out by, by 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 this point, but we'll see. They that that is a um, that is a tournament that is held uh, between wrestlers of either under 25 years of age or under 205 uh, pounds. Um, that is to be the winner of that uh, wins the Pride of Brighton medal, uh, which is then on them to defend like a championship um, until the following year's Pride of Brighton tournament concludes, at which point that that medal is passed on to the new Pride of Brighton and the holder, the old holder becomes the number one contender for the Brighton Championship. So um, someone could perhaps hold that title all the way through. Um, Cassius is the, is, is the 2019 Pride of Brighton winner. He has defended it uh, twice. Um, still holding so you know many people be crossing their fingers for that to be the be the case uh, uh come the conclusion of this tournament but we'll, we'll have to see what bumps in the road uh he might face um that will be and then there'll be a couple of there'll be a, the, the, he's got an open challenge defense um cassius on that show so you've got the the, the, the new class of the new tournament the 2020 tournament but also the current uh, Pride of Brighton Holder will be defending on that show, and we have a lovely comedy match set up for you on that show to round it out. Um, the there will be a break. That'll be the daytime show, fully family friendly. Um, kids are available. Uh, are available. Kids are allowed in both shows, but you know the the, the second show comes with a parental guidance warning. Um, and on that show, you'll be seeing. Uh, currently, the only announced match is Mad Kurt versus Killer Kelly. Um, and which, you know, funnily enough, you know, while, while we're talking about the about about about, you know, the women's side of of the talent pool when it comes to NXT UK and such like, you know, um, as as you know, people are coming the other side out of the other side of that system. Yeah, you know, exactly. Uh, you know, as these as these new as these new new acquisitions come in, so you know that that's someone we're very excited about being able to use now. Um, yeah, and 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 has certainly redressed the balance for for us. Um, so yeah, Mad Cat versus Killer Kelly, um, amongst uh, then the sort of more the more existing uh, 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 sort of uh, storyline matches that that we've got going on on the what you'd maybe call the the main show roster. Um, not that, you know, I certainly view many of those Pride of Brighton uh, participants as main roster, but you, you know you know what I'm saying here. Um, and yeah, really excited about that. That's the Brighton Youth Centre. That one, more than anything as a venue, evokes like Street Fighter stage, um, which I love. Um, and uh, yeah, really excited to get back in the saddle on that. Um, watchriptide.com um, or click through from the website to check out the VOD. There's loads and loads of great matches on 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 our YouTube. Um, you know, uh, Matt Riddle and Keith Lee and Jimmy Havoc in a two out of three fours tables match is up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have um, uh, Walter versus uh, Mike Speedball Bailey up there. You have a fantastic Travis Banks Speedball match up there. Um, oh, Carl yeah, Walsh. Cara Noir speedball. Um, there's a fantastic Chris Ridgeway, David Starr match uh, up there. There's a 
Devlin Fletcher match up there. It's fantastic. TK Cooper versus uh, Candy Floss. TK Cooper versus Chuck Mambo. Their, their first uh, title match, um, which was stupendous. Um, lots of great matches. There's there's one of our there's a full show up on YouTube from 2017 December. Uh, you got you got uh, Matt Cross versus uh, Flash Morgan Webster on that show. You've got a six way of you've got one of those uh oh it's a great match actually the 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 the, the headline big big nutty big nutty 2017 indie six way of um travis banks chris brooks and Ginny versus jimmy havoc mike bird and wild boar and it's just uh it's, pa- it's pandemonium <laughs> Right, a match, a match that will absolutely never happen again. When you when you look at where all those people are now, <laughs> quite yeah, exactly. It's funny to look back on that actually now and see yeah. and see and and see. It's like oh, we've got some history. That's nice. Um, but uh, yeah, there's 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 a load of stuff up there. So you know, please please do give it a, do give it a go. Um, and uh, or, or, or yeah, please. <laughs> Brilliant. And uh, just just your social media, where can people find more information about Riptide Wrestling? Yeah, so you can get us on Twitter at Riptide Rest. Um, I think it's maybe Facebook Riptide Wrestling. Um, search Riptide Wrestling in any any of your favourite social medias, and, and or you better believe you'll find us. Uh, um, yeah. Brilliant. Listen, Josh, thank you so much. I've just looked at the clock and realised we've been on the line for a very, very long time. But I think that's a good sign. I think we've had a great discussion. I think we've had some great kind of background information into what it's like to run a wrestling company in in 2020 in in the current British scene. just to say thanks so much for, for taking the time to talk to me. You know, it's it, it's difficult to get people to... We talked about time being a precious commodity. Like, and I mean, you're giving up your free time to talk to us and give us an insight into what you do. Um, hugely grateful to you. Just thank you so much. Oh, absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. And listeners, we will be back on the British Wrestling Experience in two weeks' time with our end of February review episode. Um, we'll be looking at the big Rev Pro York Hall show that happened just over the weekend, amongst other things. So, um, yeah, keep an eye out for us on postwrestling.com. Thank you very much for listening and goodbye.